Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of Film Haven Reviews. I am your host Sawyer, as always, and today I am very excited because I just got a new pop filter for my microphone, so now all my P's and my B's are going to be better and hopefully not as harmful to your ears as they may have been in the first episode. Slowly but surely, I'm going to be increasing the quality of sound uh, in this podcast But for right now, I'm just going to focus on the topic of the podcast, which is movies, of course, films, and the havens that they make for us. (laughs) Anyway, so today we are talking about Child's Play 2019, the remake, the reboot that never should have been, as it turns out. Uh, It was pretty bad, Uh, pretty bad as in really bad. And now that me and my girlfriend have gone through all the original Child's Play movies up to Bride of Chucky, I am even more convinced than ever that this remake should have never been made, unfortunately. I was really excited for it because it had a robot, rogue AI kind of vibe to it. And after watching Megan, I thought, okay, maybe Megan stole all their stuff from this. But I have some thoughts that I will talk about later on on the comparison between Megan and this movie, Child's Play. However, I'm going to circle back to those thoughts at the end of the podcast, kind of working as a closing argument to why this movie should have never existed in the first place. And while why a reboot was completely unnecessary, um, why is this movie bad? Other than the conceptual reasons, there's some pretty clear ones. Um, First off, the cat killing. Do we have to kill a cat? And not only did they kill a cat in this movie, Chucky strangles the cat viscerally, and we see it, and then it lives, and then later he violently stabs it with a knife, and it's just like, uh, if you've read any of my past reviews, you've probably heard me complain about animal cruelty in movies, and how much I hate it, and how much I think it's kind of a cheap trick uh, for shop value it's really like it's made to be edgy it's made to say like we've got bad taste and we're 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 not your dad's horror movie (laughs) but in reality it's uh it's it is bad taste so they got it right on that one but no one wants to watch it no one wants to see that i don't think anyone watched that scene of a cat dying and said yeah this movie's got it like it's not cute it's not cool it's just annoying Kids and cats and animals in general dying in these modern horror movies is becoming like a weird trend and I kind of hate it. So, and this movie does it worse than even other movies that I've seen. It's really just unnecessary and it didn't start me off on a good foot because it happens within like the first 20 minutes of the movie. So a cat being strangled and then later stabbed is just not, it's not what I'm looking for in a horror movie. Um, the next one is there's a there's a mother that is developed to be really kind and innocent. She does nothing wrong, and she is developed for quite a long time in the movie. And then they decide to kill her off for no discernible reason other than Chucky's just cruel, I guess. And even the way that they do it is super lame and unfun and not super creative i get it he's like the alexa killer because he's connected to the cloud and so he can control things so there's this company that controls like all kinds of electronics and basically is like amazon if it was just a little bit more invasive more than it is already 
and uh, the mom gets a self-driving car to take her to the bingo night and Chucky basically hacks into the cloud and makes her do a bunch of donuts in the parking lot until he gets inside and stabs her. It makes no sense and it was completely uncouth and unnecessary. Which perfectly exemplifies what is wrong with this movie in a lot of ways and that is the ways that it defies convention I think it was very much intentional for from the creator's point of view to defy conventions. I think that they thought because they were killing characters in bad taste that that meant that they were cutting edge. But I think what it ended up doing was alienating both hardcore fans of the franchise as well as newcomers that might want to know what Chucky was all about. And I think the only people that really enjoyed it were people that really like like contrarian type edgy horror movies but on top of that it's not even interesting as far as like bringing really anything new to the table other than the simple idea of having a robot doll that is connected to the cloud with the mom with the cat they're breaking these rules and conventions of who dies in horror movies and how we feel about them Uh, for example i i could split most horror kills into three archetypes the first being the intro character or the undeveloped character, like a character who, like, think the beginning of Scream, um, Drew Barrymore's character, or just any character that just has zero time to, to be developed, so when they die, there's no impact emotionally. Um, the opposite of this would be the mother that I just explained in this movie in Child's Play, where she is, you know, we spend time with her, so we are upset when, she's, when you kind of can sense that she's going to die, and it's like, really are you really going to kill her off whereas other characters in other slasher movies you know they just kind of like you may get introduced and then die within the same scene a lot of times that happens and then you know we don't have time to really connect to them so we can focus more on the fun and suspending our disbelief on the murders and the different like types of kills that they're doing especially in a slasher movie like a chucky movie then you've got the jerk character, uh, someone who you kind of want them to die because they're causing so many problems for the plot or they're just really mean to the characters in the film. Child's Play actually has a character like that, which I was happy to see, and it was really the only good kill in the movie. That was the the boyfriend who's like borderline abusive and he's cheating on his wife, and like there's all these like irreparable characteristics to him that make it to where when he does die you as an audience member are actually like elated and you have some kind of cinematic feeling of retribution that gives off the sense or the sentiment of well he got what he deserved and then you've got the character who's dumb those characters definitely die and no one cares because they ran into the layer that had a sign on top of it saying masked murderer in here come to die and they walk right in despite all of us yelling at the screen to turn away whenever they die you don't get that feeling of like oh that's horrible you get the feeling of like why did they do that like they totally deserved that they're so dumb it's a specific ploy by the creators in order to soften the blow of what you know so you're not thinking about the reality of what the movie is which is you know people being murdered you know that's like the reality of that is horrible but if you camp it up right or you choose the type the the type of victims in within the movie correctly people can kind of suspend their disbelief more and enjoy the thrill of the horror movie instead of thinking about the reality which is exactly what this movie does wrong 
I don't want to think about a cat dying, especially in a, like being choked out or stabbed. I don't want to think about a mother who I've been sitting here, like, you know, kind of emotionally attaching to throughout about half the movie to die for really no reason. I mean, tragic deaths happen in movies, but this is kind of beyond the pale, to be honest. So I just can't get behind it. And what's so funny is watching the original Chucky's now with my girlfriend, I have noticed that every single one of the kills follows those rules that I just laid out, and all the victims are all part of those archetypes, the ways in which we soften the blow so that you can focus on the fun and not on the reality. And to continue on this comparison between the original Child's Play movies and the, I mean, the franchise, there's seven movies, and then this reboot, it was just a complete miss because of how much they changed the concept. I understand the idea of trying to do something different and the idea of the Alexa connected cloud killer, you know, Chucky. It was interesting for like about the first 10 minutes and then I was already kind of done with it. You already miss that personality that comes with the serial serial killer possessing a doll, you know. Chucky in the original movies is not just Chucky the doll. He's Charles Lee Ray, the longshore strangler who is possessing this doll. And that completely changes the dynamics compared to a robot who is like, I mean, it's just this classic thing of a robot learning what life is and then having it corrupted because he can't understand, you know, you know, he wants to be Andy's best friend. And so now he's going to kill everyone so that they can finally be best friends. You know, that's just, it's honestly pretty trite. It's not super interesting. And even with this, within the creative things that I think that maybe were surrounding the idea of this new Chucky, the, the ending scene, even the climax of the movie compared to just the first child's play in 1988 is like night and day it's pretty much like have you ever seen the ending of any movie ever that has any kind of conflict okay then you've seen the ending of child's play 2019 but child's play at the end of 1988 was incredible i mean these grown humans and andy are in this like locked in this death batch between uh this this doll that will not die they they shoot it they burn it and then he's still coming at them as his charred melted plastic is dripping off of his face the practical effects are incredible and you really get that sense of like this thing just won't die there's like there's straight up like a fourth act which i love fourth acts in movies you know you thought the movie was over but then he keeps coming back and that whole idea was way way more fun than anything that is in this new reboot so in comparison to megan even though megan came out like what four years later I will still say, like, Megan is the reason why the Child's Play reboot should have never been made because it takes everything that the reboot was trying to do and does it right. And one of the main things that it does right is create a new IP. You don't need it to be Chucky in order to make this Alexa AI cloud killer. Megan is a rogue AI. She's connected to the house's Alexa. I remember that in the movie. She has a lot of these things that the Chucky from 2019 has, 
but she has something else too. She has a new look. She has a new identity. She's not, doesn't have the baggage of having to try to connect or um, respect a franchise that has been going on since the 80s and literally made a movie two years before the reboot. I mean, Cult of Chucky, which had pretty good reviews, came out in 2017. So they reboot two years later for this new Chucky and they completely try to change the game when, I mean, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, basically. So if you are going to do this rogue AI kind of robot killer doll thing, then just make Megan. Do a new IP. And Megan was a lot more successful and a lot more critically acclaimed than Chucky. And I think that's one of the main reasons. Because although some could say it's derivative, Megan at least is something new as far as design-wise. You know, They spent more time on the branding of that character when I think Chucky reboot was kind of trying to hang on the coattails of the branding that was already made for it by the older Chucky movies. And in doing so, didn't endear any new fans and then made all the old fans really mad. So I give this movie a 3.5 out of 10. Probably could go lower, but I just don't care enough to really think about it anymore. So unfortunately, I didn't like it. But hey, that's how it goes. Second review, and I'm already giving us a super low score, which is not my normal MO, to be fair. But I just tell it like I seize it, so... All right, next week we're doing Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I'm super excited for that because I want to see how close it is to the book that I just recently read. And I'm just excited to see what we got coming up. So stay tuned and I'll see you guys next week.